Look what they have at Carvel. It's the Fudgy the Whale doll. And look, they have Fudgy the Whale ice cream cake, too. It's a whale of a cake for a whale of a day. Fudgy is made, you know, with vanilla and chocolate ice cream and, of course, the Carvel crunchies. It's covered with fudge and nuts. Let's get one for Dad for Father's Day. Would you like to send one? Just phone 1-800-327-GIFT. And the doll is a limited edition available only at participating Carvel stores. the perfect 10 podcast thank you so much for listening and uh i am excited about this episode more than most i uh i've been doing fit rx i've been on a uh, 12 to 1400 calorie a day diet i am so fucking hungry and it, my birthday <laughs> just passed and i am ready for some good ass carvel cake all right, I want ice cream cake. Like no, I I don't know if I want to eat it more or fuck it more. Okay, <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. So yeah, I'm excited. Except Ralphie, the episode's not about Carvel. It's about karma, not Carmel. Karma, karma. This is a fucking outrage. <laughs> Wait. This is a goddamn outrage. There's been some confusion. This is and the, the, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you telling me we're gonna talk about some uh, Hindus? Okay, some uh, some uh, Indian fellas and and uh, spiritual white girls talking about their fucking karma when we could be talking about delicious ice cream cake from Carvel? Those motherfuckers making it, surviving Spermy the hurricane. the whale. Spermy the whale. It's actually not Spermy the whale. It's Fudgy the whale, which is actually really funny too. Because one time I had Fudgy the whale, and uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I don't even know where I was going with that. It just I don't either, but it, it sounded really. You've had some. You've had some <laughs> sperms on you before. You know, yeah. You went, when I thought I had just a little bit more time, and. Uh, Hey, thanks for the white out on the face, Jesus Christ. Or if it was in the wrong way, then it would be Fudgy the Whale. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oopsie. Oopsie. <laughs> All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Back door. Fudgy the Whale. Fudgy the Whale. You know, it's karma. And you know what? It's great about karma. 
is if that you can make your own luck in this world, and if you yeah, uh, you do. If I you want to listen to the uh, tell people about the podcast and tweet about it and get on Facebook and all that stuff, you can win a trip to Vegas, which is good for your karma, right? Yeah, how we can for you and another person, yeah, you make can it go work. to Vegas and spend uh, Memorial Day weekend with uh, us at the South Point Casino. That's right. And uh, we're going to have a kick-ass time. We're going to even throw in a couple of uh, uh, spa treatments for you. Uh, I highly recommend if you're a dude getting that hot shave. That hot <laughs> shave is fucking amazing. It'd be good for your okay. karma. It's, and uh, your karma. Uh, you get food, and and, and we're gonna we're gonna give you a great trip to Vegas. You're gonna get tickets to see my show. Uh, you're gonna get food. You're gonna get it's limo rides like a doctor, all from having good karma and spreading the word about the Perfect Ten podcast. But the episode was actually inspired by our recent trip that we took to Florida because on that trip, I tried out taking a possible nanny with us yeah, who ended up being a, a stupid cunt. Yeah. Really dumb. And, and you know what? And the whole karma thing comes into play with this whole story. And we fucking paid her so much goddamn money. So much money. I she could not believe you agreed to that. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm kind of dependent on you to be the Jew once in a while. Right. You know? I well, mean, because that's, uh, that's something stupid I would do. But I wouldn't even fucking have paid that. Yeah, you know, it was it was one of these things where the girl was is a TA at the school where my daughter goes. Our daughter goes. It's it's embarrassing that this happened because now I have to see this bitch around the school. Because what she did was, I interviewed her and she said she wanted to be a teacher and she's tied into the school. So I thought, how awesome would that be if we can actually pull our nanny from the school where April goes and August will eventually go, and that way we maximize on, you know, the everything when they're not with at school. Right, and and I'm so paranoid about the whole traveling and keeping the career going, and also not taking anything away from the kids right. so i was anxious to make this thing happen and this girl lied to me she lied full-faced outright lied i she said i'm excited to travel she said i'm excited to be a nanny she she just gave me the whole song and dance and so i told her how much i normally pay she more than doubled it and i said you better blow my mind i'm looking forward to hiring you and making this a full-time opportunity For that much she should have blown us both well she did blow my mind because she was the laziest piece of shit i've ever seen yeah i mean people she fucking went for long walks on the beach stayed in her five-star oh, hotel okay. room yeah yeah we we stayed at the fucking Eden Rock in Miami, okay? Mm -hmm. Boo-hoo. I'm sorry you're staying on South Beach in one of the or, premier yeah, right in Miami hotels, Beach. okay, uh -huh. of all time, all right? And then we went to the Marco Island, uh, Mar I mean, no, Singer, Singer Island, Island. Uh, uh, Marriott, which another is five another five-star resort. And she was just like... She was miserable. And it's like, we've, like we shit in her Cheerios. Right. It was like, what a bitch. Yeah, oh, she, she God couldn't. damn it. She just, and she she was useless. Like Useless. She I don't think she gave the kids a single bath, maybe one. She didn't help pack. She she didn't, she lost shit. She left her shit in the hotel rooms. She couldn't, she just was, I, I don't know what she was smoking, what she was on. But the person. Nothing. And then here's the icing on the cake. We She tells me at the end of the trip, that she never wanted to be a nanny in the first place, doesn't even want to be a teacher. She wants to, la-da-da-da, be, be an, an actress. actress. What Ugh. the fuck, you dirty cunt? 
Yeah. I just spent all this money on you, took you on the road, trusted you with my children, and you want to fucking act? Go fuck yourself. I wish she would have acted like a nanny. Right. You know? Act like that. Act right. like a goddamn nanny. It's just so. awful. So I paid her with two checks at the end of the trip. I paid her the money that, that she, I felt like she barely earned. And then she cut didn't a, earn it. She didn't earn any of it. But what I would have normally have paid somebody to come on the trip. And then I wrote a secondary check for the additional amount. And I said in my in note to her what that, you know, basically, you know what you did and that you didn't earn this money. And, you know, it was it was a it was a very clear note that, you know, without being rude, I called no, her a you lazy. Were rude. No, not in my note. I said, you a little bit. No, not in my note. I oh, included okay. it in with the check. And I basically said that you were, but. I could have said, what I should have said is, you're a lazy fucking cunt, and you're not going to get paid because you didn't <laughs> earn the money. But instead, I gave her two checks because I felt like we're going to really figure out what kind of person this is. Because at the end of the day, look, we make a lot of money. It's not about the money. It's about the principal. Let's see what kind of principal. And she, of course, immediately, as quickly as she could, that same day that she got the check, deposited both of them, and um, proceeded to go in and, and make a big stink around the around with my daughter's teacher, and it was it was just a really uncomfortable um, the whole thing, and so I think her karma and who she is as a person is forever tarnished and affected negatively by the fact that she accepted the money for not and maybe not I don't know but that but does that money go on to do no good for her? Is I told you it's a Russian, okay? <laughs> Russians are the kiss of death. They are beso de la muerte. They are the kiss of death. Right. They're the You've worst. been saying it for years. They're the worst. If you're Russian and you're listening to the podcast, you're the kiss Go of death. Go fuck yourself. If you're Russian and you're listening to this, you made a mistake listening to this, okay? I don't care for you, all right? I mean, think about it. On, on Last Comic Standing, remember when they sent that Russian limo yes. driver? You sent him away. Goddamn right I did. Bad Hit luck. Hit the bricks, fucking comrade. Beat it. I'm old school. I'm I'm sorry. I grew up during the Cold War. Fuck them Russians. They're fucking uh, Russian missiles. Wolverines. <laughs> Wolverines. All right, that's how I roll. I don't I don't take no shit. But I told you that broad was fucking Russian, and and it's gonna be bad news. And no no no. She she's told me everything. Okay, all right. Well, she told me this whole big story, and Song I bought and it. Dance. Yeah. And what a little liar she was. And little then fucking liar. We're so lucky that it wasn't worse, actually, if yeah, you think about it. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Could have hurt her babies. Yeah. You know, you I know? mean, bad person. So I'm interested in bad person, bad karma. And so we talked to people on the, on the streets and just in our lives and found out a little bit about what everybody kind of feels about karma. And by the way, after you guys listen to this, get online and let us know what you think about karma because I'm seriously very interested in this. So um, give this a listen. Do you believe in, in afterlife and and the soul and karma and all that? I believe in karma, yeah. Uh -huh. I don't believe in reincarnation, but yeah, I believe in afterlife, yeah. Uh, life uh, after death, yes. But not like in, not, not, not like in a Buddhism way or a Hindu way or uh, it's something that like you will be judged afterlife by God. You know, I believe in something like that, yeah. The, so does the belief, is the belief in God synonymous with the afterlife or can you believe in... I mean, and, and in a way, I think it is. Well, some people uh, believe in reincarnation, which is kind of a life after death, but re reincarnated. We don't, we don't, I mean, I don't. 
and many people like me don't believe in. Uh, so where do you think you're going? Since you're uh, living a good believe, life, you know, we believe there'll be a judgment day, and then you'll either go to hell or heaven. Andy Dick, do you believe in karma? Yes. You can call it what you will. You can use that. What is that? Indian karma? Is that like Eastern philosophy? But I truly believe that what goes around comes around. That's what karma is. And there's good karma, bad karma. You know, if I flash a smile at somebody, I'll probably get a smile back. If they don't get give me a smile back, a piano will fall on their head. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean, I really believe that you've got to just be a light, loving, caring, respectful person. And I'm going to be the first to tell you I've not always been that. And I, you, my, my karma is almost immediate. Like if I'm a shithead, boom, life is a shithead to me. I mean, the shit hits the fan. If I'm really great, almost immediately great things start happening. Like if I'm respectful and cool, and mostly for me to be respectful and cool means to just be sober. And then life just opens, un unrolls at my feet, like Kafka said. He did. I love that. Franz Kafka. He said, if you just sit there and do nothing and just be cool, life will unroll at your feet. You don't have to fucking scramble and tread water and run and place and stress like I'm doing right now. This is tension. You just have to <laughs> take a breath and relax. I'm here on Hollywood Boulevard with Mowgli Durgin. That's a hard right. name to say. Mowgli, tell me, what, what you have some good karma Ex no, I'll say that um, since 3000 BC, oh, since 3000 BC, um, Indians have cultivated the ability to think with your with your third eye. In Indian culture, the third eye is like the eye of wisdom. The whole idea of karma and the whole concept of it comes from India. Like the entire the actual word karma is an Indian word too. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Uh, Afghani Kush is an Indian word too. Although it's <laughs> Afghani, Kush is totally Indian. Yeah. It's messed up, right? Kush. Yeah. I don't smoke weed, but it's just good to know. But more importantly, I'll say that the funny thing is that the whole idea behind karma, it's based off principles that were developed in Indian culture before any other culture even began to start thinking about it. Have you ever done anything super nice for somebody, like treated them really, really, really well, and then like a Every snake, day. they bit you? Oh, yeah, of course. What about those people? Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's not my karma to worry about. You live your life well. Don't worry about that. So that person that's the snake that just bit you back, like for being, and like, I can what say happens this about every ex-girlfriend I've ever had. Because right? I'm, I'm a decent, I'm a really good guy. Okay. <laughs> so what comes of them? Uh, nothing. They move on with their lives. Karma hits them somewhere else, and it's not your responsibility to think about it. If you try to do that, then you're totally going against the system, in my opinion. It's not about just doing good things for other people or just trying to do good. It's about also doing this. And I know this is very complicated to understand, but... It's about not helping people that can help themselves. Because when you do that, you take on their bad karma. I know it's hard to understand, but for instance, if someone's on the side of the road and they have a car and they could drive it somewhere and uh, they say to you, like, hey, man, do you mind just giving me a ride with you because I don't want to drive my car because I'm lazy? Then when you try to help that person and they could help themselves, or for instance, if someone can get a job and you try to hook them up with a job with you because they're too lazy to go and get a job themselves, not because they legitimately can't, like if they're in a wheelchair or something like that, then help them. 
but if they can't actually get out of the house to go get a job. But if they're totally mobile and able to go get a job on their own, they have a degree and everything, and then you're helping them, begging to help them and do something good for them. Well, they'll never them. be good at that job because they didn't get it on their own. Exactly. Yeah. And that karma will bite you. Yeah, because you recommended them. You got them the job, yeah. and then they, uh, it'll, and, be, and it'll and be fucked that's up. Another, that's another most important thing to recognize. Like, I can't say it any more severely than that, that if someone can help themselves and you choose to help them for no reason, or if they put themselves in a bad position and ask you for help. I had a friend ask me just the other day to borrow $250 for a plane flight because he bought a one-way ticket to California and he didn't have money to go back to New York. Long story short, I lent him the money, but that's his fault. That's on him. It's not your responsibility and it's not the way that karma is designed. If someone puts themselves in that position, to do it to themselves for you to help them. In fact, you're not supposed to because if you do, then it, it will be negative effect in impacting you. Negative effect that it impacted me so far is that he hasn't been able to pay me back. Told me he was going to write me a check. Then he told me he didn't have any checks on him. Told me he would just deposit some money in my bank account when he got back to New York. I've known him since I was 14 years old. I'm 28. That money's gone. It's gone. And that's not even the real karma. Wait till it really hits me. Something bad's going to happen to me for helping him. And I'll really right. take it. Thank you so much for yeah, your yeah, thoughts totally, on karma. Yeah. Thank you. I think I've got great karma. I think you do too. I help a lot of people out. I'm nice to people. I go out of my way, you know, to help them out, mm -hmm. brighten them. You know, I fall for their bullshit stories. I do believe you have good karma. I know I do as well. You do. You do have good karma, you know, but good things always happen for you. you yeah. Know? I mean, pretty much. I mean, Think about it. You know, my, my first part of my life sucks so much, but I still kept a good attitude. And then I get blessed with meeting you. I get blessed with, you know, a great career. I love what I do. It I do what I love. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I get blessed with all that shit. Then I get blessed. Not on top of that, I get to marry you. I get to make babies with you. I got not only one house to two houses. I, 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 I used to not have a house at all. And now I got two of them. You know, I mean, you know, I, I went from, a studio apartment to two homes in in like four years. Who does that? Well, you, know, you worked very amazing. very hard for many years, so your yeah, karma but was great. Isn't that? I mean, isn't karma? I mean, you kind of make your own karma, right? Uh, to some degree, yeah, I think so. I think you make your a lot of your karma. You know, if you're nice to people and you, and uh, and you know you uh, you make yourself available to help people out and, and that want help. And need it, you know. Well, then there was that one one thing that that guy was saying about if you do too much for somebody that doesn't need it, it can negatively affect the karma too. Because yeah. people can actually fend for themselves when you you actually cripple them by helping them. Well, that that's exactly what's happened to my brother. Yeah. My brother's been crippled by uh, too many people helping him. You know, I mean, I helped him. My mom's helped him. You know, to the yeah. detriment of us both. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can weather the storm. My mom couldn't, you know. She's a retiree. Right. You know. But there's all kinds of examples of that, you know. Yeah. If you look at things and when people can help themselves, it's too easy to help somebody out sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes the easiest answer isn't always the best one. Right. But um but I definitely feel blessed. I I feel like I've always been pretty nice to everyone, you know, growing yeah. up and whatever. I was never a mean kid. If anything, I was was one that got teased. So I was more inclined to be sweet to people. Yeah, have empathy towards others. Most of the time, right? I'm sure yeah. I've been a dick in places in my life. Oh, you have. Yeah? You have, oh, don't be have. so quick to agree. Okay. Otherwise, I'll <laughs> fuck your karma. <laughs> Do you believe in the blowjob karma? I like you pay it forward? <laughs> I, uh, no, no. 
I think I think, that's I think gross. you uh, you give me a blowjob, then good things happen to you. I, that's true. Jewelry. Jewelry happens. Yes. <laughs> Clothes happen. Trips happen. Yeah, uh, whenever you need a new car, just tell what? Me. I can get a new car. Mm, All I got to do is suck up that thing. Dick, sucking up dick. Really? Fuck that's yeah, it. that's it. We oh. can try it practice now if you want to. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't need a car that bad. Uh, it's always. <laughs> I got a, a good the car. Way. It's always a by <laughs> the way. God I can go buy my own car. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so funny. Um, well, uh, it's. Speaking of karma, can you make karma happen? Like, if there's a situation that um, somebody's done you wrong, if you if you right the wrong in some respect, like, I, I I feel like I'm trying to think of some time that you've done that where you you got somebody fucked you up and you went ahead and, and you just encouraged karma to happen earlier by fucking them. Oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah. 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 There was some mean comics to me uh, that were mean for me for no reason. I I didn't do nothing to them. I I wasn't being, I, I didn't know anything, you know, and they were just being horrible to me. They were just horrible people, and uh, and and then I started uh, getting gigs in which they thought were taken away from them, and so they stepped up being more horrible to me, and uh, you know, uh, one of the guys that uh, was really horrible to me. I uh, ended up banging his girlfriend, oh okay, no. for I know a while. Yeah, and uh, and so you know, hey, sometimes karma does come back. You know, I hadn't done yeah. anything. I mean, to you that didn't guy. go after her on purpose, did you? No, I she kind of came out. after me. Yeah. Yeah, she probably saw that he wasn't that nice. Uh, she was living with him. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know all the details of that, but you know, that is karma. That's, yeah. That's he. Did he know about it? No. He never found out? No. Oh, that's good, too. Yeah, but, man, I tell you, every now and then I leave a batch on his pillow. Oh, you were banging her in his yeah, house? Yeah, 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 Oh, that is karma. Yeah. So did she change the pillowcase before he came home? I don't know. I don't know. Ew. Even if he changed the pillowcase, there's still some juice down in there. Oh, Ralphie. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Nice. That's a big fuck you. And one time at a party. That's a whale of a karma. That's a whale of a karma. I, one time at a, uh, at a party uh, that they fucked up and invited me to, I guess, uh, they were being so mean to me um, that I just said, fuck this. I went into the bathroom and gave them an upper decker. All right. <laughs> I think I might know what that is. That's but where you explain. drop a deuce in the top part of the toilet. <laughs> okay. All right. It stinks all the shit. All right. You can flush it, but it'll never all go down. Oh, the that's the upper decker. The upper decker. Oh, I upper decked it. Fuck. Wait, how does that go away if it's in the top part of the tank? Because that water goes down, but it doesn't fully. You know, it doesn't go all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> And and so the stench is in there, right? <laughs> you and might not know. You wouldn't know to look in the tank. Exactly. That's the beauty of the upper decker. All right. And oh I, I peed on two towels. Oh. Yeah, and left them right there. There you go. I think. Well, I mean, I knowing who some of those people were, it, like that scene was such a bucket of crabs. Guys were really mean to other people in that community. For no reason. For no man. reason. And I came in on the tail end of what, what I saw 
happened to you because you were on your way out yeah. as I was uh, kind of on my way in. And you, they deserve the, the upper decker and the piss on the towel. Yeah, yeah. I can say y that. You know, I mean, how about the, the lies they told you and, and you didn't trust me fully for yeah, months? Yeah, they told me a lot of shit about Ralphie when I first started in the community at, at that open mic. It was, yeah. But that's good. I didn't know about the upper decker. <laughs> yeah, right. I tip my hat decker. to you. That's that's pretty strong. That, that, that's a strong. How did you do that? Like, how did you hover above? Like, no, you stand up on it and you put just your <laughs> butt right there on the lip of it. So you, and you lift hold off a the towel top on, a, on your junk. All right. So if you gotta pee while you're dropping a deuce, that is that, that how you peed on the towel? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, I guess you could open because you're a guy. You could open the lid on the toilet. Straddle the lid and oh, put into the toilet that. while I you're shitting in the top. That. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I could have done that. Yeah, but you fucked the towel, so that's yeah. Even but funnier. I fucked the towel. So that means when they took a shower, yeah, it dried off in your piss. And dried off my piss towel. Oh. All right. Some of the whoever that was probably earned it. They did. Yeah. They fucking did. Yes, they did. They I guess they wouldn't did. have invited you to another party. Nah, I didn't want to go to another party. <laughs> I didn't even really want to go to that one. I thought they were going to be cool. Did you go there to Upper Deckham? No, I didn't. I went there with no intent. And, you know, if you go there with did you intent go, to well, do evil. But did you know you had to karma. shit and you just waited until you got to the party? No, 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 no. I'm fat. You know, shits come on. They go, you know, it's I like. I'm a dude. We don't think about shitting as much as you women. Well, we if have to work it out. If a woman ever upper decks you, that, <laughs> that shit was intentional because it takes like two or three days for them to work up a, a good deuce strategy. Oh, my gosh. You know? There's so many people that I would have wanted to upper deck if I'd have known about that. Like, Oh, man, the upper decker is a classic. You got to do it sometimes. You got to let them rip it, man. There That's you go. Good. Well, you know about the fire log. I'm trying to get that guy, too. The, oh, yeah. So, Some so cocksucker. Tell we have a this. stack of wood in front of our house in Los Angeles. And Ralphie is a Boy Scout. So he goes down and he gets the wood. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful firewood. But somebody has been coming down every night that it's cold and stealing wood off of our off of our stack. Sons of bitches. It's noticeable, though. So this year, we haven't hardly been able to use the firewood because one of our glass doors on the front of our fireplace shattered from the heat. So we have to replace the door before we can even really use the fireplace. And so I haven't, we haven't touched that wood. We've maybe burned two fires, three fires. Yeah. And almost a third of the wood is gone. Yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of wood because it was a huge stack. So whoever this is comes down take some more wood every single night that it's cold. And so I I I was I was mad about it not because look this is the real. If somebody in our neighborhood asked, I'd tell them take the wood. It's take just firewood it. by all means. We've right. plenty. Go ahead, have some. But this person feels entitled enough to just walk over and take and take and take and I'm just find that incredibly offensive and I think that person's yeah. a douche. So there's nothing we can do about it cuz I can't bust them. So what I did... Uh, I did. Well, you found somebody taking wood. I found somebody taking wood, and uh, I threw a piece of wood and banged up his car. All right? Made him put all the wood back, but... But they, they keeps coming back, it whoever keeps it is. coming back. And, so, and the thing is, we got a camera on the front of the house, a little security camera, but he they knows where the where camera he, is. Yeah. So he, he actually walks around through down like a steep incline to get to the wood pile so the camera can he's like hungry for our wood basically yeah he wants he wants my wood he wants the wood so what we did or what i did because i'm a crazy bitch i took the a stack of fire i i took two sticks and i drilled holes in them i put fart bombs in it like those fart yeah, bombs from when you're in awesome. high school yeah now 
That's karma, okay. right? Okay. So when he puts it in the now, fireplace. folks, that's what Lana wants, uh, wanted to do. Now, what I wanted to do was much better, I think. I want to get about uh, 10 M60s, okay, the fireworks, okay, <laughs> and drill a hole in that and uh, blow up his goddamn fireplace. That's yeah. what I want I think do. that that's a great idea, but I just want to get hurt. So that's why I think about it like I'm I don't care a 15 if they get hurt. Old They're boy. fucking thieves. Yeah. They're thieves. You're a thief. You're a thief. Fuck you. Yeah, you get just, what you get. Fuck. Oh, oh, what? Oh, what? What? The wood blew up. Oh, you mean the wood you stole? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, but I, what if it hurt the person? Like hurt him seriously? Couldn't that hurt you? Uh, I don't care. Okay. Well. And you know what also could hurt you? Slipping with all that stolen firewood and falling. But he doesn't give a shit about if he gets hurt or not. I don't know. Maybe he just gets his rocks off stand. But you know what? The same guy. The two cars on our street got broken into. Two. Now, we live in, like, a really small, quiet street. So somebody's fucking up there. It's probably somebody coming from a vagrant or something that's just found their way up into the hills. There is no vagrant no, that's going to find their way up there. There's squatters. Like, if there's an empty house, sometimes people come up and squat in those houses. Like, if there's uh, something empty, yeah. could be. Could be. Remember when Tony had somebody living under his house? Yeah, right. Yeah, somebody broke into dude. his... his um, like the under part of his house. The basement. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know. You never know. But anyways, we'll, I fart bombed them. We'll find out sooner or later if who it is because they probably won't come back or whatever because I wouldn't come back and steal more of that wood. I want to put another camera up there, but I also want to blow him up. <laughs> I want to. Instant karma is going to get I you. I want a quarter of a stick of dynamite in that piece of wood and boom, Shazamo. Well, let me tell you something. Okay, so for many years, I wondered, there's a comic, a very talented, sweet guy. Yeah. I've become friends with him over the yeah. years. nice um, guy. He, the fellow guitar musical comic, very talented musician, yes. Chris J. Newberg. He and I were in Last Comic Standing a long time ago. Yes. So um, Chris and I both made it into the finals uh -huh. that night, and uh, he got to perform two or three comics before me. And I didn't know him at the time. We had just met that night for the first time. But he he got to go up in front of me, which meant he got to plug into the house system and perform. And now we only get three and a half minutes to, to perform on that show. Yeah. So it's a quick in or out kind of thing, in and out, I should say. And he threw the cord really, really far. A long way, Jack. You saw it, right? Like, yes, it was very far. Like, there was when, no doubt about it, what so the intent was. You're an, well, no, I didn't never know. Like, here's the thing. So at the time, at the time, I was like, "Holy shit, that guy just threw that cord so far across the stage. I don't know how I'm gonna find it when I get on stage." And when I got on stage, it took me a good, what felt like probably 15 seconds to find the cord and get plugged in. Which, it, when you're doing a three and a half minute set, that's an eternity. I probably wasn't even 15 seconds, but it was long enough for the applause in the audience to completely stop, and for me to still be fuddling around trying to find this thing, right? Yeah. And it was really awkward for me. And I, w I remember watching him unplug the guitar, look at the cord, and then just throw it. And I thought, did this guy just do that on purpose, knowing that there was another guitar comic coming up? Because the normal thing is just to drop it. So I remembered, like, I got to see him many, many times since then, and he never threw the cord that far. So I always had the suspicion in the back of my mind, this 
th- that might have happened on purpose. Did yeah, that guy do that? Dick. Yeah, I never knew whether it was real or not. And you know, it's a rare opportunity in the world to get to ask somebody, hey, are you an asshole? Did you do this shit on purpose? Because I'll forgive you if you did it on purpose. It's been years. I don't care. I like you. You're a nice guy. Or was it, you know, something that you just did by accident and I misinterpreted your actions? Either way, I don't care at this point. We're both, you know, we're friends now. It doesn't matter. But I wanted to know. And in order to find out, I I did something a little bit special. And uh, here's the interview. I'm here with Jay Chris Newberg, the awesome comic. Thank you. Did you always want to play music? Yeah, I like music. I like I like music way more than comedy. I'm just better at comedy than music. So many people like. I mean, as far as, I, I mean, that's the easiest way to say it. I really enjoy music way better. Like, if I'm bummed out, I don't turn on TV and want to laugh. I'll listen to music. So, did you always know you wanted to do comedy then, and then just felt like it? After that, that I, gig? I, I was positive that I was like going to be the biggest rock star ever, except my ability didn't just really like my songs didn't really translate. And I have such a short attention span, which is why my songs are so short. Right. Know? And so now I just use the music under like tone wise. What's your dream? Like, what do you want to like? All, what would be your perfect thing, scenario, or whatever? Um, I kind of want to be sort of like I would love to be like in a tell. And be able to do theaters and just tour constantly. Have my own show on, have my own show on probably like cable or whatever, or write for a show because I enjoy writing and doing it. I mean, just just to be able to keep doing this. That's cool. Yeah, I'm so nervous about the pain. Of the pain. Well, let me explain to you a little bit about the pain. Okay, so um, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. Um, and I'll, I've known I, you for how many years now? Several. So more than several. Like, it's been probably, like, five years now. Five could be several. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I think that you're awesome. I think you're a sweetheart, and I've gotten to know you. I think you're incredibly talented, and it's you're, like, great. And what I run into all the time. True. When I first met you, uh-huh. I, w- I thought I, I saw something, and I want to know if it was true or not. Okay. Because it pissed me off, and I didn't like you at first. You didn't like me at first? No. At okay. first, because okay. of this very first encounter. And I wanted to ask you about it. Oh, man, this is where the pain comes yes. in. Yes. <laughs> wow. Now you're blushing. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm blushing, too, because I've never told anyone. Because I like you very much. I think you're a sweetheart, obviously. And you don't care what I think. Who, who fucking no, cares I do. either way? No, I like but, you very much as well. Yeah, I just want to see what's going to lead up to the pain. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, this is a laser hair removal thing, and I use it on myself. Okay. So it's it's not that bad, and I've sanitized it with rubbing alcohol. But I mean, I I do like everything. So no, I haven't gone like inside anywhere, just on the sides. But it it does. How bad was this comment, or how bad was this encounter? It was. <laughs> I'll show you. I use this all the time, so it hurts, but it's not. Okay, so I'll, I'll do myself, so you can just see. Well, I mean, I can turn it up. So it's you it's don't on. Don't have any hair on you. It's on a one. <laughs> it's on a one right now. But if I put it all the way up at the highest pain uh, pulse setting, it, I don't even feel that. Because you've been doing it. Forever. No, I don't feel it. 
You're not, listen, you're not, I just, I understand it's going to be uncomfortable. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah, hurt. I'm aware. I want to know what I said. doesn't hurt at all, First actually. Up, before, before I even hear what was said or what went down, I'm very sorry. And I, and I, th- and I regretted it since, I, since it happened. And you probably have no idea. And the truth is, is this is what's so great about this, is that when two people, like when people have a, a meeting and something, somebody misinterprets something or whatever, it, it's just stupid miscommunication between people. But I still kind of think maybe you did it on purpose. And I want to find out if you did it on purpose. This is a hell of a build-up. This is like a drive-by. <laughs> this is like a dri- an, an invitation to a drive-by. We're having a barbecue tomorrow. Come on by. Someone's going to drive by and shoot you. <laughs> and it's going to be for something that happened six years ago. Okay, good. Enjoy the chicken. But I don't, th- I don't know. I don't, I've never known if you did it on purpose. So at first I was like, I don't, I don't know if you did it on purpose or not. But I'm going to wait. And I'm going to watch and see how he does this in other places. And it was so different that I was like, oh, he totally probably did that on purpose. But I want to find out. So do we taser you in it or do we just... Because it doesn't even hurt. That's the great thing. Just, but, tell, just tell me what it is. The idea that you're so threatened by my... <laughs> Go ahead and hurt me. Go, well, you're supposed to... It might actually hurt because... Well, I'll do it in a place that's not very hairy because... Well, how much how much does it knock out? And why, is here. It gonna be... First of all, let me turn this off and restart it because... start with a one. How about at a one? Yes. May I see that it's at a one? <laughs> you have to um, put it on your skin so it sees your skin. Oh, I'm so no, no, afraid. this isn't gonna hurt. Watch. So now it'll work. It's on a one. So let me just put it on your hand. Just put your hand out like that. That hurt? That's not how it feels. Nothing happened. Right. Because there's no hair there. It doesn't hurt. Now let feel feel a five. It doesn't hurt. Did that hurt? No, because it no. <laughs> It's so, more for effect. I don't even know that this really works. Well, do you have hair in your areas anymore? Well, I've only had it for a couple months. But, yeah, it, it actually has been working a little bit. But, like, I've gone and had the professional laser hair removal. Yeah. And that hurts a lot more. And then I bought this just to do maintenance because after you have babies, your hormones change. And so I kind of use it to – but I barely use it. I just got it a couple months ago. But it does hurt, like – around here. <laughs> okay, I want to know what I said first. What? Now, let's go back to what I said. You didn't say anything. It was something oh, you did. What did I do? Okay, we're not going to taser you. We can just pretend. I'll tell you it. Okay. Or do you, go ahead. Do you want to, should we, should we pretend? No, no, go ahead. I, I, I committed to being tasered once. All right, well, should I, you want to shave the spot? Or, because I don't know if it'll you hurt. Shave the spot. So you faked at me out with the hand. That's obvious. Well, because, because it obvious. won't. It's obvious. I don't know what it'll do if there's like a ton of hair. It might, it might do something you to that. One specific hair. You want to find a place where there's one hair. Okay. All right. Let's try it. Ready? Did that hurt? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. All right. I'll just periodically zap you in that spot then. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, put your hand out. <laughs> <laughs> I think once was fine. I agreed to once. So do you remember where we met the first time? No. I met you in Phoenix at the last comic standing auditions. Okay, I don't remember that. Okay, give me your hand. <laughs> I remember, right. I remember. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, so um, we were the only two guitar acts on the show. And you had to go up in front of me. So I was really nervous. I was like one behind you. And I was like, oh, this guy. And you went up and you fucked it up. You did a great job. Hand, please. (laughs) So what happened, though, when you got done with your set is you you took the cord, uh, which had been placed 
considerately in front of the microphone and, um, and, and took it and after you were done playing and pulled it out of your guitar. And then you looked in your hand. I watched you and then you looked over off to the side of the stage and you flung it so far across to the other side of the stage into a huge pile of cables. Give me your hand. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember this. Okay, I know you wouldn't. And then, so here's the thing. So I had, when it was my turn, they only give you three and a half minutes. So I got up on stage and I had to fumble, like the applause when they, you know, they, oh, welcome to the stage so-and-so. Big applause. Applause dies down, completely stops. And I'm still up there looking for the cord. And I find the cord finally and I get it in there. But it took me, because the stage was massive. It's the, it used to be at the old improv in Phoenix. So it was such a, it was so bad. I was like, oh. But anyways, it all went well because we both ended up in the finals and then they cut me before they didn't even want me on the show. I don't know. I did really well, so they kept me in and still that. But the next time I got to see you and I watched you like three or four times after that. Give me your hand. <laughs> you would unplug your guitar and drop the cord like a little butterfly like letting it go okay well let's let's factor in just just uh, <laughs> a quick a quick answer without okay. even thinking about it first off the adrenaline uh -huh. that's going through your brain when you're trying to be validated in front of a bunch of strangers in a different state right um it's your first potential real tv gig and you've auditioned for the show three times and never gotten past whatever and then you finish and you have a good set so you're like yeah and then you just flung it over to the side yeah but i would never like i am so like <laughs> absence of malice or that it didn't come from a place would, of, I'm going to fuck the next person coming on stage with the court. No, I would never do that. See, I, I having gotten to know you, I know that's the truth. But leading up to it, I was like... You were pissed for a while. Well, for a long time, I was like, this guy... Now, why does it burn hurt after? <laughs> that's what it is. It's like, it's a little prick, and then afterwards, you're like, motherfucker. Oh, oh I've oh, been I'm there sorry. before with a little prick. Um, wow. Are you okay? <laughs> That's what it is. You're like, haha, it doesn't really hurt that much. And then all of a sudden, oh, that's what you did. Uh, it's killing my hair in that one. It's murdering my skin. <laughs> so that's good to know because I, you know, it's so funny because the interaction. You know what? Now I did. Now that's absolutely why I did it. Oh. I will retire then later. Thank you. Um, the. It's funny because when you meet somebody, like, the interactions between people, the initial first meeting could go really, like, what the fuck? And then you get to know somebody, and five years later, it's like, it's cool. But I always wondered if you did it on purpose or not. Cause I can say with sincerity, even if I, I I'll, t I'll tell you the truth, if I did it on purpose five years ago, since we know each other, I would have told you. But I don't, like, I'm the least mean-spirited person. If, like, <laughs> I, would, I would rather write someone a really mean email and then not send it. Really? You yeah. just keep it to yourself? I'm not, I mean, like, I'll respond if there's confrontation, but I don't usually initiate. Yeah. It's, no, it's not very fun. Yeah. I'm going to respond in some weird fucking way. <laughs> I feel like, I feel mean. Oh, Here, yeah. taser me back. No, you know. <laughs> You're immune to the torture. No, I'm not. It hurts. <laughs> you built up an immunity to IOK okay I just powder. don't have any hair on my arms, so it doesn't hurt, but, mm -hmm. yeah. You I, gave birth. How could anything hurt in compared to that? <laughs> Actually, yeah, that... There's things that hurt more than birth, not the laser hair removal. But um, so, since we're both songwriters and comedy songwriters, what do you say we try and come up with something now that the air is clear? Sure. <laughs> okay. What a great idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What, what do you want to do? You want to do a karma song? It's your show. I agree with that idea. Okay. Let's do it. Let's just do it acoustic. I don't want to plug in anything Car in case I like. Have to unplug and throw the cord. My. 
I know, you'll throw it pretty hard and far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what key do you usually like to sing in? It doesn't matter. Whatever. You, that's good. That's a good key? Yeah. Yeah. My karma is always breaking down. <laughs> My karma is always breaking down. Right? That's a good way to go. It's always breaking down. It's always breaking down, 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 down. We gotta, we gotta for sure harmonize it. So, what note do you want to hit? What? What do you want to hit the main melody? Karma is always breaking down. Okay. I'll try to harmonize. Go ahead. Karma is always breaking down, 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 down. Karma is always breaking down. It's always breaking down that piece of shit. Karma is a piece of shit. My karma's a piece of fucking shit. It broke down at the corner when I was trying to get it going. And then I had to push my karma all the way across town. My karma sucks. I'm waiting till you're done, and I'm gonna go in. Uh, my karma is an old beat-up Volvo and wouldn't do shit if it wasn't for the fact that it's my karma. It's always breaking down. Can I go now? Yeah. Karma, it's always breaking down. Karma, it's always breaking down. My karma is always breaking down. 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 My karma is always breaking down. Well, now I know that Chris is truly a good guy and he didn't mean anything, never and why. So I like you, Chris, and I liked you back then. It's just good to know that we'll always be friends. That's karma, it's always breaking down. <laughs> Now we've got good karma. <laughs> One more, ready? Okay. Karma is always breaking down. Karma is always breaking down. Next time I do a show, I'm going wireless. Come on. It's always breaking down. <laughs> All right. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much for being part of the Perfect Ten podcast. Thanks for having me. Did I plug anything? You can follow me on Twitter at the Chris Army. Yay!
shocked the living shit out of him. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I it mean, is. I, I use it on me. I mean, it's self-inflicted. It's not that bad. <laughs> Guys are such pussies, though, when it comes to any kind of hair removal. Women are like, whatever. We, we do this all the time. Hey, I get my hair cut, and I don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I did shock him, though. But, you know, what? I wanted to find out, and it was kind of fun because, you know, for it's kind of fun to, like, all right, are you yeah, telling the truth? Yeah, pain on a dude. <laughs> yeah, you sadistic woman. Uh, I got to be honest with you, though. I saw it. And when it went down, and you're kind of justified. You were kind of justified. It looked like it was done on purpose. Well, even if now, it wasn't it on purpose, done on, it, I mean, it, it was inconsiderate, like, right? It was amazingly inconsiderate to the point of it being on purpose and being malicious. No, I don't think he did. On, I, I do believe him that he didn't, or at this point, who cares? But Yeah, but, right. That's the bigger thing, is at this point, who gives a yeah. fat baby's dick? No, and I don't think he did on purpose because he really is a sweet, sweet person. But He is a it, nice guy. It, it would have been nice if he did just drop the cord by the mic. Yeah, it really would have been fucking helpful. But especially in this, like, competitive setting. Yeah. Yeah, it could be misinterpreted. So I, I felt really... I thought, oh, my gosh, did I mess up my karma now by tasering him for something he didn't do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he did. I mean, he he clearly threw it. Yeah. I mean, there's no stopping that. Yeah, I mean, but he said he was just, like he said, he, I, he was just very excited and in the moment and just, you know, killed in front of a sold-out crowd and, and on TV. It's hard not to be excited over that. Maybe, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I... I've, uh, we're moving on now. When he, he gave that last time I saw him, he's so funny. He gave me a hug and he was like, I'm going to misinterpret that hug. And in five years, I'm going to interview you on my podcast and ask you if that was a real hug or not. (laughs) (laughs) See folks, I told you he's goddamn funny. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely funny. And you know what? I think that's going to be one of these things that y'all just laugh about later on. Oh, well, I mean, I I see Chris all the time now, so I I felt comfortable enough. In, yeah, because I don't think it's that big of a deal. If I thought it was a huge deal, and if I really right, thought it was right, like, right. I would, we wouldn't have gone there, and I certainly wouldn't have tasered him because he's nice enough to want to get to come into that <laughs> environment. Tasered. Yeah, you didn't taser him. You no, laser hair, laser hair. Yeah, but you removal. shocked the shit out of him. That's it's so it's funny. it's like a rubber band <laughs> popping on you. Yeah, uh, but like not not a little thin one like for the newspaper. I'm talking one of those big thick ones that lawyers use, <laughs> all right? That's, it's like that rubber band, all right? Because I tried it on my pubes. You did? Just once. Why? You uh, might, you, t- you tried it on you? Yeah, just once. Really? Yeah. With with, with my little whole thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I wanted to see if it was easier than... Where? Uh, like on your balls or on your thigh or on your actual, like, up where? Where do you... Uh, to see, my right side of my dick. Ew. So, you know, you have to shave the area first, too, because it's it's drawn to the anywhere that there's color. So if it sees, like, a whole hair, I'd imagine it would, like... Oh, yeah. that might explain it. But it still hurts. Fuck Depend- yeah, it hurt. Yeah, so... Yeah, when you... T- I was like, yeah, okay. But I was just... I just put it on his hand. It wasn't like oh, I was... Okay. I, w- I didn't have his nuts out. I wasn't, like, tasing... Bitch, you <laughs> That was a test. You're lucky you passed. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I uh, I think that's hilarious. Well, um, I think it made made us uh, 
better friends. Because like yeah, the last right. conversation we've had too, it's like, let's go up Runyon. Let's do something fun. And we wrote a song together really easily. It was really fun. We're, we th we're like-minded in that, you know, we both are, are funny songwriters. So that's kind of cool. There you go. And the so karma's going to get you, baby. Yeah. Positive. Positive karma. It's good. Good right? for you. Good for me. Good for us. I love this episode about karma. Yeah, right? I it's a fun episode. I want to learn more about karma. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't, I'd like to learn more about karma, but I don't want to learn it from a stinky dude. So maybe if a, uh, you know, a philosophy professor or somebody you know, who doesn't stink could come up and talk to me about that or tweet me or hit me on the email or something like that, right? I'd appreciate it. That'd be cool. Maybe they can come up to one of your shows. Danny, where, where are the shows this week? Come on, where are we going to be at? If you want to see comedian Ralphie me. You will go to Good Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina, March 7, 8, 9, 10. The wife Ralphie, comedian Lana Turner, will be playing at Flappers in Burbank, California. March 7 and March 10. Don't miss this chance to see very funny people. They will make you smile and also very entertaining. They will make you laugh. They made me laugh. But that was long ago. Before things got very dark and cold and sad. Back to you. Hey, Dan, thanks for the uh, dirty Russian accent of, about our dates. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Karma's going to get you, Dan. It's going to put a cookie about two foot out of your reach. Yeah, just because of the dirty Russian comment, though. You Russians, you should still come see Ralphie. He'll still make you laugh, just more like, Ho, ho, ho. I no laugh at you. Oh, Russians oh, don't laugh. Oh. No. Let's be honest. Oh. No. Name Mr. a Russian comedian. Exactly. Was, no. What's his name? Yakov Smirnov? Yeah. Isn't he Russian? Exactly. My point exactly. Stop. All right. Anyways, um, as always, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great, uh, great music at the end of the podcast. And sometimes that's what it's all worth waiting on. And uh, this week is no exception. We have a singer-songwriter, uh, one of Nashville's own. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Miss Faye, Faye Webster.
get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.